Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Old Christmas, a couple of days away. News, information, and comment coming your way in just a moment. Call a friend. Tell them we're on the air. Hello, world is on the air. As I looked over today's news that I'm about to share, oh, my goodness. All authority has been given to me, said God. I'm excited about that. God is the ultimate authority, and although this is a bold and often debated statement, it's no less true. The creator of the universe rules all things in heaven and on earth, and nothing happens apart from the will of God. And it's also true that he keeps things in order. God has delegated some of his authority to key people and organizations like the government and the home and the workplace and the church. Yet despite these clear designations regarding the chain of command, believers sometimes rebel against God's authority. Why do they do this? Oh, it's a thing called doubt, and of course pride gets in there and bitterness. If you haven't had your quiet time today, how about examining your life? How do you respond to those with jurisdiction over you? Are you harboring resentment against those whom God has given authority? God is in control always. What in the world is going on? Not doing any Christmas shopping. Art in Pennsylvania. Voice the opinion of so many coast to coast. We're in just hard times, and this is going to be the beginning of our collapse. It's probably going to be, well, as maybe as bad or worse than the Great Depression. What? Americans forced to save cash. Well, of course, in these times with this president, they need to buy fewer holiday gifts. That's the word. And congressional leaders are going to be pushing for their $1.7 trillion spending package, which critics warn could fuel major inflation. I've saved to be able to get Christmas for my kids, said Irene in Arizona. And Reagan out there in Missouri said, hey, inflation has impacted me. I did my usual shopping. I went to Amazon. It was all pretty easy. Well, how about you? It was only a few months ago, June, inflation reached a 40-year high at 9.1%, and in November at 7.1%. 57% of adults said that uh, it's going to be harder to afford holiday gifts this year. As, as far as inflation goes, my paycheck doesn't go as far as it used to. Well, no kidding. Done any real grocery shopping recently? It's just unbelievable. Meanwhile, the Senate, they move forward with a $1.7 trillion omnibus spending package that started Tuesday. It includes the $3.6 million for the Michelle Obama Trail, Path Trail Project, and funding to name a federal building after Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Uh, up at the lake, there's once an outhouse. We had a... Never mind. Again, Art says, how long can we endure? That is the million-dollar question this Christmas. Well, they're saying, get ready, here it comes. A snow apocalypse? The United States of America bracing for once-in-a-generation weather front starting today with the worst crippling storms hitting today, battering nearly every state of the nation as the snow bomb cyclone shuts down travel from coast to coast. The weather weathers, this winter weather system and cold blast are set to impact nearly every state. Thursday, today, going to be the busiest and most difficult day to travel before Christmas, 
The cold will stick around for the holiday weekend. That'll be the coldest in 40 years. Wind chill factor here in Fort Wayne, up to 30 below zero. More than 90 million people are under winter weather alerts across America. They say we could lose power anywhere here in Fort Wayne, so prepare yourself. Put all that stuff in your car, flashlight, food, etc., if you're going to be traveling. We're advised in Fort Wayne not to travel. This alert stretches across 37 states of the nation and will dip south to the Texas-Mexico border, believe it or not. The National Weather Service said it's indeed once-in-a-generation event. That sounds serious, doesn't it? Well, my goodness, he got a, a hero's welcome to the United States. Talking about Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky. He told cheering U.S. legislators yesterday during a defiant wartime visit to the nation's capital that against all odds his country is still standing, thanking the United States of America for helping to fund the war effort with money that is not charity but is an investment in global security and democracy. That whirlwind stop in Washington, his first known trip outside his country since Russia invaded in February. It was aimed at reinvigorating support for his country. He needs billions of dollars, not only here, but around the world at a time when there is concern that allies are growing weary of the cost of this war. Yeah, we're, we're taking a big hit. Its disruption comes to global food and energy supplies as well. And well, Zelensky called the tens of billions of dollars the U.S. military and economic assistance we're providing over the last year is absolutely vital for Ukraine's efforts to beat back Russia and appeal for even more money in the future. I'll say again, it's not charity. He sought to reassure both those in the room and those watching at home, it's an investment in global security and democracy that we handle in a most responsible way. Oh, and a big part of that, the Biden administration is going to send Ukraine the most advanced air defense weapon in its arsenal, that'll be the Patriot Missile System, marking the most significant addition to American military support for the government in Kiev in, well, several months. And as you might imagine, that did not excite Vladimir Putin. Ukraine is to receive one Patriot battery, which has up to eight launchers each that hold between four and 16 missiles, depending on the type of munition used. U.S. forces will train Ukrainians how to operate this thing. In a third country, they'll probably do that in Germany. It's going to take some time, they say, but Ukrainian troops will take that training back to their country and operate this thing. Meanwhile, here it is. This isn't about sending a message to a particular political party. This is about sending a message to Russian President Vladimir Putin and sending a message to the world that America will be there for Ukraine however long it takes, a major part of Biden's speech. And Putin's response, he's vowing to deploy, get this, the Satan II nuclear missile. Wow. More news right after this. So some people say, hey, it's really hard to praise God during the tough times. That's when you need to do it. So much in the news I got to tell you, I do not understand. So uh, what are the benefits then of praising God during times of trouble, trying times? You know, it focuses our attention upon God, and that's where it should be. It causes us to recognize God's sovereignty in all things. 
causes us to recall the mighty acts of Almighty God, paves the way for God to release His awesome power into our lives. Today it could happen, enlarges our vision of God, magnifies the presence of God in our lives, increases our faith in God, oh yeah, precedes knowing the will of God, and exalts the name of God, and unites the people of God, doesn't that sound good? Fills our hearts with joy of the Lord. Yeah, the benefits of praising Almighty God in troubling times. You know, when the circumstances in our lives seem insurmountable, we have a choice to make. We can either dive into the depths of despair, oh, woe is me, or look up and rejoice in Almighty God. We can blame others and become angry at God and those people, or we can cry out to the one who's capable of turning our sorrow into joy. Do you need a reason to rejoice today? Praise God, not only for what He is planning for your future, but also for what you can learn from your present situation. Well, in this category, it's not getting any better. I, th I think it's supposed to. Life expectancy in the United States fell again last year to the lowest level since 1996, according to federal data. After the pandemic and the opioid overdoses drove up the number of deaths, this fentanyl thing hit us, COVID-19, third leading cause of death for a second consecutive year, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and a rising number of drug overdose deaths has also dragged down life expectancy in America. Overdose deaths have risen, get it, fivefold in the last 20 years. My, oh, my. In a related story, the Drug Enforcement Agency said it's confiscated more than 379 million, 379 million doses of this opioid this year. That's enough to kill every person in this country. It's just unbelievable. This drug involved in the deaths of more than 70,000 Americans last year. How many this year? What else is happening? Some of you shop at H&M, and they just pulled Justin Bieber's merchandise from stores after the singer called it all trash and said he never signed off on it. The retailer denies that claim. Israel's Benjamin Netanyahu said that he's put together a coalition government just minutes before his deadline to form one. A number of major airlines are waiving the usual fees and fare differences for travelers to rebook their trips this holiday season ahead of this bad storm coming today. The waivers and lack of fees will allow travelers with flexible plans to rebook ahead of the storm. Better hurry. Travelers can also attempt to leave a little earlier without any cost concerns. Well, I don't know why I woke up thinking about this this morning. It was a few years ago today. Two days before Christmas, a man who was saved in the local Allen County Jail. As a matter of fact, my son, my oldest son who was incarcerated there, had led this man to Jesus Christ. Jose was his name. And he said, when you get out, Jose, you need to go to my dad's church. He did. And he was faithful there. We spent a lot of time together. And I nurtured him in many ways and discipled him. And yet... How did he get in jail in the first place? What caused all of his trouble? And I began to wonder if something else was going on. Well, to make a long story short, today, all those years ago, we had a terrible snowstorm in Fort Wayne. 
I guess in many ways, just like the one we're expecting uh, tomorrow. Then the melting came on December the 23rd of that year, and there on Calhoun Street in a remote area, in his automobile, they found his body. He had been shot to death at least a week before, and the snow had covered up the sin of life. How awful. He was such a great guy. In fact, as I walk into my kitchen, I see the gift that he gave us. He bought us a new tile floor. He paid for it. Yep. What happened? Jose, how did you get into that mess? I pray that he was really saved. Certainly seemed to indicate so, and he had a desire for the things of God. Yeah, you never know. Things don't always turn out the way you hope, the way you pray. God works in mysterious ways. I said many times for folks this time of year, for so many, wonderful, exciting, happy, thrilling time of the year. For others, it's extremely sad. Something to pray about today on behalf of others. So you like to listen to Christmas music this time of year? On your cell phone there, computer, just pull up Pandora, the old classics. Good stuff. On this one on Facebook today, there's Jeb Clampett looking at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez with the caption, Wee doggies, Granny. I declare this girl makes Jethro look like a genius. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Well, Christmas on Sunday this year. Your church going to have services or... Are you going to have candlelight services? We have elected to uh, not have candlelight service and have a service actually on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock here at the Cross in Fort Wayne, and it's a big deal. Either way, it's a happy, sad time for me. It's happy for me in that I get to be with my family in Christ one more time, and it's sad because that time is usually better, even though it's a half hour or so we spend on Christmas Eve together. The next day, Christmas Day, not nearly as exciting when you're with your real family, your blood family. Why? Well, because they don't understand me like the people at church. Although many have made professions of faith in Jesus Christ, they don't live it, and we'll experience all of that on Christmas Day. Many of you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. You'll go to someone's house, grandma's, or at your home, and yeah, you know exactly what I'm saying. Just one more thing to add to the prayer list, that somehow God will be glorified and people will see Jesus at the Patton household on Christmas Day. Don't have to be preachy, but uh, it's so good to make sure that he is represented. You are celebrating his birth. It's the reason for the season, right? Well, I'm sure it went something like this. A tired and weary Joseph looked into the refusing eyes of that innkeeper. No room, that was the stark and the very quick reply. Over his shoulder he saw Mary's agony as the outward evidence of the clinching pain swept across her face. As he turned from the doorway in obvious retreat, softer, more compassionate words were found in his ears. Wait, wait, said the innkeeper. There's a place, but it's not much. Joseph's heart leaped. Grabbing a lantern, the innkeeper led that couple to a place behind the building. There, carved out of a small hillside, was a, a stable 
Rough, hand-hewed wooden beams created the front wall, and it kind of added a sense of seclusion and warmth. This is all there is, said the innkeeper. Joseph gave a questioning glance in Mary's direction. Her answer? Grateful. Then, it's enough. A short time later, moans from the agonizing involuntary contractions that accompanied childbirth filled the stable's air. It was pungent. No place for a child to be born. But it was exactly what Almighty God had chosen. And soon after, a strong but tiny cry broke through the darkness of the night. God had taken his first human breath. At the same time, a bold yet silent star rose in the eastern midnight sky as an angelic host proclaimed the fulfillment of the promise that God made thousands of years before. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men, with whom he is well pleased. The promise of God's presence was now complete. Emmanuel, God with us, the one Isaiah and Micah had vowed would come was now a living reality, sleeping quietly in the folds of his mother's arms. How is it that God in all of his sovereignty desires to know each one of us? And why would he choose to come to a place where sin darkens the hearts of his creation with temptation, of greed, of envy? It's an awful place. His decision was one of love and intimacy, was it not? He not only sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to save us from sins, but to reestablish a personal, loving line of communication between us and him. Every promise he has ever made will be fulfilled. Not one will go unanswered. When God sees us, he sees all the bumps, he sees all those bruises, our needs along with all the potential he's hidden away somewhere in our life. He knows the struggle you face each day, the fears that haunt you, the troubles that periodically keep you awake at night. And in his sworn dedication to us, this is such a key. He wants all of us to know that he's not distant in his love, but draws near whenever we cry out to him, just as he drew near to David and Daniel and Peter, John, Thomas, James, countless others. He longs to meet us right where we need him the most. Today, we have the gift of his presence through the Holy Spirit of God, but but had Jesus never been born, we would never have the opportunity of experience his love in such a personal way as we do. His birth, his life, his death, his resurrection were but mere lines of communication carrying out that eternal message of God's redemptive care for us. In the Old Testament, God used visual signs to remind his people of his presence. Moses' heart was, was turned toward heaven after experiencing God's presence through a burning bush. During the Exodus, a cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night were used by God to focus the hearts and the minds of Israel on his protective and parental care. You can read it there in Exodus chapter 13. And later, the Ark of the Covenant became a visual symbol of God's abiding presence with his people. Throughout history, God has had one goal, and we don't want to miss this today. God has had one goal, and that is to personally touch individual lives with his intimate love. You know, Israel found this really difficult to understand, and they often rebelled. 
They wanted freedom without restriction. Therefore, God added pressure to their existence. They cried out for water in the wilderness, and God directed Moses to strike a rock with his staff. When he did, water poured forth in abundance. God answered their cries, not so their thirst would be satisfied, but so that they would see him as their sole sufficiency. And this is what he wants from us today. He wants us to see him as sole sufficiency to see him as our complete and exclusive provider. That's important. God sent Jesus Christ to this earth as a visual expression of his love for you, one with whom we could identify personally. He was a man, yet he was God. In his lifetime, he knew laughter. He knew sorrow, just as we do today. He knew silence and celebration and peace and turmoil, life and death. Then God went one step further. Through Christ's resurrection, we have eternal proof of his presence in our world now and forever. Oh, that's a big deal. All the sorrow and temptation that you experience, God experiences with you today. He could have chosen to be born in wealth and riches, but instead he chose the poverty and lowness of a young Jewish girl whose simple prayer was to become the handmaiden of the Lord. You may be facing something in your life right now causing you to doubt and wonder if God really cares about you. This is why Jesus came to make his intentions clearly known to you. God loves you today. He cares when you're hurting and overwhelmed by discouragement in your life. When Moses led Israel into the promised land, nothing looked promising to the people. Everywhere they turned, they faced mountains and enemy armies and wilderness. God knew there would be difficulties on the horizon. Therefore, he gave them a promise of his presence. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night. From before the people, according to Exodus 13, 22, God was continuously with his people. You know, when you get up in the morning, the day may not look very hopeful. Maybe that's the story today. You feel pressured, abandoned, maybe even forgotten. You need to understand that Jesus Christ understands your feelings. The world in which he was born into was the world of instability and strife, yet he offered hope and healing to those who come to him. Outside of Mary and Joseph, a bewildered innkeeper, the only witnesses to the birth of Jesus Christ were a handful of sheep, a tethered donkey, maybe a goat or two. Yet God did not forget his son, and he will never ever forget you. A great message for this Christmas season. God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Have you trusted him as Savior today? Do you know that sweet peace? Again, I'm reminded this time of year, 1973, my life began to change all kinds of new thoughts, ideas, and feelings coming into my life culminated on December the 31st, 1973, salvation came. My friend, we need that. We desperately need that today. If you've never been saved, please, would you consider Jesus Christ today as the only answer to life? And finally, I'm not sure this is true. They say if you're really broke and you want to buy a man something, get him something for the car, 99-cent ice scraper, small bottle de-icer, anything to hang from the rearview mirror. Men love gifts for their cars. 
No one knows why. <laughs> Pretty cheap. That's it. Had my say for another day. Gotta go. Uh, gotta go do it today. Gotta do a little Christmas shopping. <laughs> I think I'm running a little bit late here this year. I know Goodwill and Salvation Army will be open. My wife wants something special. <laughs> Seriously, Mrs. Pat and I have been doing this since we were about twelve. Yeah, love to get a bargain here or there. Ah, oh, never mind. That's the way it is on Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. I'm Greg Patton. God bless. Enjoy the remainder of your day.